football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Thank you, Chris. That's Chris Jones getting everybody fired up. Ready to go today at uh, training camp. You don't hear anything. Like, one drive with the Chiefs beating the media. It's so good to hear. So good to hear that Chris Jones that pumped up for this. But uh, here we are down at Cinderblock Brewery as Bob Fesco and his wonderful wife, Jen, just walked into the uh, reclamation room here at Cinderblock. And let me tell you guys, we're here for a reason. Il Padron Beer, a collaboration between Cinderblock Brewery and 610 Sports Radio. It means chief in Italian. That's Il Padrone, a playoff pilsner. But uh, make sure you have the playoff pilsner. A lot of the fine listeners of uh, 610 Sports Radio down here. What, Wendy, I see Steve, I see Nate, I see uh, Matt Estes, I see a lot of the guys that listen to 610 Sports Radio down here. Trying this as we have the Il Padrone live on the radio. Is it, it, it just released today. Just released today, and if you want some, just come down to Center Block Brewery down in North Kansas City and try the Il Padrones. This is cool. It's a cool deal, Nolan, that here we are. You know, it's been, it's been so long, you know, getting our own brewery collaboration, beer collaboration, but we finally have it with Il Padrone to get ready for the postseason. And that's what I'm talking about. You need to make sure Bob has some, some Il Padrone, as we get a lot of people Il Padrone, because Il Padrone is the beer that uh, so good, too. It's the playoff Pilsner. I love beer. You guys know that. We're going to do two guys in a brewery live from down here at Cinder Block in a little bit with the fine people from Cinder Block Brewery. But uh, really cool area down here. Good chicken and pickle right by it. LC's hamburgers, you name it, real close here to Cinder Block. And you could, of course, bring any of the food that you want in. But there was Chris Jones getting all excited today for the Kansas City Chiefs and the playoffs. And I'm ready for this game to be here. I mean, do we take it for granted how often the Kansas City Chiefs are in the playoffs. I was thinking about this. I mean, you're looking at the Chiefs. They're just a stalwart of going to the playoffs. You know, Andy Reid's been in the playoffs every year since 2013 except one. 2014 was the one year he didn't make the postseason but did go 9-7 and seven that season. But do we take it for granted? Because you remember when the Chiefs would go to the playoffs and they wouldn't win. Do you remember that drought the Chiefs had from 1993, January of 94, where they got that playoff win, January 16, 1994, 28-20 victory over the Houston Oilers. They beat the Steelers in overtime the following week before eventually losing the AFC title game to the Buffalo Bills. Then it was back on January 9, 2016, a 30-0 win over the Houston Texans. That's where Alex Smith led the Kansas City Chiefs. So you went from essentially the 93 season to the 2015 season without a playoff win. I mean, some of the guys around the station, I said, Pete, what, you know, at 1994, how old were you? He was six years old. When they finally won a playoff game in 2015, he was working for the Kansas City Chiefs. Rob Brennan, Rob Brennan, two years, he was two years old the last time the Chiefs won a playoff game in 1994, and then he was already out of school and working in sports radio. Steven Spector from 610 Sports Radio was seven years old. He was already in Kansas City working with Fesco in the morning as their producer the next time they won a playoff game. Nick Schwartz, three years old, was working at Johnny's when they won in 2015. Already went through KU. Alex Gold, the same thing. Three years old when they won a playoff game in 93. We did not win playoff games. We'd go two decades. 
I remember going to Evan Bame's graduation party. And he was born after they won a playoff game. He had never seen his lifetime. There he was, graduating from high school and going to the NFL, well, to Missouri, and then to the NFL. I mean, you have two decades where this team did not win a playoff game, and all of a sudden they've won five of their last six at Arrowhead Stadium. It's something I think we've taken for granted in the past. We've taken it for granted getting to the postseason. I hope we don't take this for granted, playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know it's Pittsburgh Steelers, and were they fortunate to get into the postseason? Absolutely. But just remember that two-decade drought that the Kansas City Chiefs had where they did not win a playoff game. And you sit there and you think about all the times in the two decades and people that got married that year. And it's a two-decade marriage, and they had kids and everything else in between when the Chiefs had won a playoff game. I mean, you look back at it. 93, they make the playoffs 94, lose. Make the playoffs 95, lose. Make the playoffs 97, lose. 2003, lose. They just kept losing playoff games, but now it's become like a certifiable right that the Kansas City Chiefs will advance in the postseason. Again, Patrick Mahomes, five out of six at Arrowhead Stadium, that one loss coming to New England Patriots in the AFC title game a few years ago where D. Ford was offsides or they would be in three straight Super Bowls. Nolan, I don't even want to know how old you were in 1994. I imagine you weren't even born. No, I definitely was not born yet. Uh, maybe a twinkle in my parents' eye, I would say that, at least that much. But, uh, yeah, I was not around in this world yet. So how old were you when you started following the Chiefs and, and, and following the playoff games? And I mean, I remember so many of these losses. I have holes all over my drywall because of the playoff losses, Nolan. Well, I don't necessarily have holes in walls or anything. Um I would say probably when I was three or four was the first time I really started watching the Chiefs game, um, and I've kind of followed them ever since. They're not my main team, unfortunately, but um, I do follow them enough, you know, being a Kansas City guy. So, I mean, I definitely have seen their ups and downs, and now we're seeing all their success at the same time. It's kind of like it's kind of like this rite of passage, you know. They get to the postseason, just your expectations for them to win playoff games and advance. Cody Tapp was 10 years old in 1994. He was already working in radio in 2016. Same thing with Carrington. You know, you look at Carrington and, you know, he was, what, six years old or almost seven years old when they went to the playoffs in 94. Then all of a sudden he's doing the drive in 2015 where they win 30 to nothing over the Houston Texans. It was like all these guys – all the things they accomplished, and Alex Gold and Nick Schwartz and all these guys going to college and finishing it up, you know, in the meantime. I mean, heck, I mean, I remember growing kids. I have kids that were basically born the last time the Chiefs won a playoff game. And all of a sudden they're seeing all the success of the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm curious how old you were back in 1994, in January 94, and then when they won a playoff game in 2015, how old you got to at that point. And do you remember the no success? We've all heard this week, we've heard Big Ben, you know, talking about woe is us, getting to the postseason, then Andy Reid kind of firing back that, hey, the Pittsburgh Steelers might be the number one seed in the postseason. But regardless, this is the fun time. And I was talking to some people out here at the Reclamation Room at Center Block earlier about the 2C and how they don't have that buy anymore, and how they used to. Like 2019, you had that buy. When you were the number two seed, and last year they changed things. You had to get that coveted number one seed to get the bye. Now you play on Super Wild Card Weekend. This is the first year they're going to have games on Monday night. I mean, what a great weekend for football. Get 
couple Saturday. You got three on Sunday. You got one Monday night. The Kansas City Chiefs will find out their fate for their next opponent if they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's throw some respect on the Pittsburgh Steelers' name. They still need to go out and beat them, even though they're 12-point favorites over the Steelers at this point. But again, if the Buffalo Bills win, that's the Chiefs' next opponent. It's once again, once again going to be the Buffalo Bills playing the Kansas City Chiefs. But if New England wins the game, which they could, remember New England had the three passing attempts earlier this year in Buffalo, it was to a point where Brady had beaten the Bills 31 to 35 times. Times have changed. Buffalo looked good a couple weeks ago playing in New England, winning uh, with ease. But they struggled last week against the Jets. The Bills didn't exactly make a statement last week. The game was 13-10 going into the fourth quarter before they finally before they finally start pulling away by 15. But it went to the fourth quarter, eight minutes left in the game before they pulled it out. That could be the opponent for the Chiefs. Buffalo Bills win. They're in Kansas City the following week. Wouldn't that be fun? Chiefs lost to the Bills. Chiefs weren't playing good football earlier this season. But, you know, revenge games do happen. You know, you go back to 2019. The Chiefs lost to the Texans in the regular season. Deshaun Watson, the Texans beat the Chiefs. The Tennessee Titans beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Then the Chiefs turned things around the following week in Mexico City. But then they avenged their losses. They had a double-digit uh, deficit to the Texans. Still beat them. A 24-point deficit to the Texans. But still went on and beat and beat the Houston Texans. So they've done it before in revenge games. So it would be good to see for the Kansas City Chiefs because, yeah, you get another shot at them. Get another shot to prove your worth against different football teams and exactly what they're doing. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, if the Patriots win, keep an eye on the Cincinnati game and the Raiders. Again, temperatures are going to be right around 32 degrees. And I have a Raiders fan standing right next to me. Can you tell me what Derek Carr's record is when it's less than 37 degrees? Less than 37. 0-5. Derek Carr is 0-5. But he did have that game in Cleveland last year where it was windy. Winds were picking up. It was like 40 uh, 40 degree temperature and he slayed the Dragons and won that game but when it's 37 or less he's 0 for 5 as a quarterback for the Oakland Raiders so that could be the Chiefs opponent it's probably not going to be sunny I mean granted we have some nice days in this city today was a great day the night we're supposed to get about 3 or 4 inches of snow if it snows I don't know what this they're saying is that snowing is it snowing tonight I guess oh, not yet it was overnight right overnight snow yeah it'll be fine tonight right past midnight whatever it's going to be fine Going to be fine, can't see. But I want the bad weather. Why not? Go for it. But anyway, uh, Chris Jones was pumped up today. But are we too confident? Are we too confident in the win over the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because I've heard a lot of confidence coming out of here. And there is a doubter of the Kansas City Chiefs. A national doubter. And I'll get into that in just a second. We've got a lot of guys from 610 Sports Radio stopping by with us tonight here at Block. We're releasing Il Padrone. Our playoff pilsner, it means chief in Italian, El Padron. We've uh, tried to uh, collaborate with different brewers, but Block kind enough to do this beer with us. We're having our beer release party right down here. Any kind of food you have, you want to bring it in the brewery, stop by and say hi. Tons of 610 Sports Radio listeners in the uh, brewery and the reclamation room where we're doing this show. So come down and try the El Padron. Uh, Nolan, I need to get you this. I know that you were with me last week. And you tried other Cinderblock beers, but uh, I've got one of these I'm going to bring back just for you, bud, man. I appreciate it, Bink. I was really looking forward to that El Padron, and I'm excited that you're uh, going to get me involved in this. You know, I've got some. I'm going to share all, share with one, share with all. I've got a lot of friends coming down here, a lot of our fine listeners. Neil from Lone Jack stopped by here as well. 
Jayhawk for Life stopped down here, but a lot of loyal 610 Sports Radio listeners. Josh Klingler just uh, just came in the house, as well as more and more 610 Sports Radio guys uh, showing up here for the beer release party at Il Padrone. But I mentioned there is a doubter of the Kansas City Chiefs who's going with the Steelers and a doubter in the national media. I'll get to that when we return next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night down here at the Reclamation Room at Cinderblock Brewery. It's a special room we have. Uh, Remember our little beer release party for Il Padron, a playoff pilsner. Never thought we'd get to this day where we have our own beer. And joining me now is Nick Schwartz from 610 Sports Radio here from 10 to 2, producing Cody and Gold. It's kind of a mastermind behind the whole production. I wouldn't say that. And the Dirty Werewolf himself, Dusty Likens. What's up, Dustman? I'm doing well. How are you? We need to turn the Dust Buster up yeah, a little bit. Let's turn Dusty up. You're up. Can you hear me, Dusty? I can hear you. Hey, I like, I like Bing's strategy of turning you up is just hitting every just single hit knob. Just hit every single There we go. There we Look, go. yellow. Dusty, we, we have not color. used this since we were in training. These are color-coordinated, yellow. I was going to say, this is from St. Joe, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, this is the first remote we've done in a long time, right? Big, I mean, Big Nolan back at the house keeping it together, but uh, I'm good, man. Uh, but, by the way, Neil Lonejack is here looking for you as well. Why is he looking for me? I don't just want to say hi to you. Okay. I bet. I think the reason Neil's looking for me is probably because I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous for Sunday. Not in a way of... You know, maybe the Chiefs losing, but in a way of that, they're not going to cover 12 and a half. I'm a betting guy, Meekly. I want the Chiefs to win. I want them to cover, but I can't imagine them covering 12 and a half in a playoff game. I know you think differently. You think blowout. Um, I don't know what I don't know what Nick uh, Nick. Uh, what is it they called you this morning? Oh uh, no, uh, Billy Coons called me Nick Sherbert. Sherbert. Oh Sherbert. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Sherbert these days. But you know, I think we're all right. I think the. I think the oh my God! It's Josh Vernier. Hey, it's Vern. Holy cow. He does exist outside of baseball. Hey, will you guys introduce hey, me to him? Here, yeah, I'll sure. introduce you to Vern. Here's the thing. Yeah. You were uh, you were three years old and working at Johnny's, already out of KU. I wasn't I, working at Johnny's. <laughs> oh, you were at Johnny's. <laughs> at three years old. But let's let's walk that back for a second. Hey, I was up, trying to figure out I was nice. trying to figure out how old people were when the Chiefs I was, won a playoff game in 94. Yeah. I was and then three old then. Were when they won again and in I wasn't, 2015. I wasn't working at Johnny's then. I was just at Johnny's. Nick, are you sure you weren't working at three? When they actually won playoff games. Like, we take it for granted. We shouldn't. Right. I mean, there was 20 years that went by without a win. You know, it's interesting because I, I feel like Mahomes needs a new nickname because he's the career ender. The last time a good quarterback oh. played at Arrowhead and lost to Mahomes, it was, it was Andrew Luck. Career was over. Now we get Ben Roethlisberger coming into Arrowhead. It's over. What about Brady, though? Well, it was over in the AFC, even though he won. Oh, that's a stretch. But it's never over for Brady. He's going to play until he's 55. He's probably right. He's on this spectacular diet. Yeah, that whole whole Brady-Belichick dynamic, that was overplayed. The real reason Brady left was because he's like, I'm not going to sign up for six more years of this. How old were you in 94, Dustin? 1994, I was six. Okay. Six. Dusty, yeah. sneaky old. I'm, I'll pay That's you a compliment fine. real quick. Sneaky Same old. Same as Pete. Right. Pete was well, six years old when working the Chiefs. Okay, so here's the deal. The other day, I was. Ta- I don't remember how you came up, but Cody had mentioned that you were older, and I was like, dude, I thought Dusty was like 28. Why does Cody have to have this conversation anyway? Well, because we're always making uh, fun of Cody for being really old. Well, Cody's 42. A lot of people <laughs> don't know that. But he he's one of the older people I know. Cody looks and acts like he's 21. Hey, by the way, so uh, Florio, I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah. Mike. But uh, Florio, Mike Florio from uh, Pro Football Talk. Yeah. 
uh, always picks with Michael, Michael David Smith. He's one of the guys that works there for him. <clears throat> Michael David Smith picked the Chiefs 33, Steelers 14. Florio, though, this one is setting up to be another memorable night for the Steelers. And forgettable one for the Chiefs. All reason and common sense suggest a Kansas City win. But with Mike Tomlin coaching and Big Ben entering his final postseason run, the Steelers embracing a natural and authentic nothing-to-lose vibe. Can they do the unthinkable if they can deliver an early uppercut no, and beat the Kansas City Burn Chiefs? Just got me a beer. Wow. Steelers 27, oh Chiefs 24 for Mike Florio. Okay, yeah, so here's the this deal. This is the first national guy I've seen do this. I've okay. seen this theory because th- Bigman had the comments, you know, well, we have no chance of winning. We're probably 20-point underdogs, which I don't actually think he knows. Like, I, th- I think there's some sincerity with him. Like, I think Bigman's kind of a – like a – Huge dolt. Like I don't really think he's a smart, intelligent man. So I, th- I do think he's not saying that to let his back education. Up. The problem man. with the idea that oh, nothing to lose. Big Ben on his way out. That would insinuate that like he can be good again. Like if, if that were the case, why wouldn't he have been being a productive quarterback all season long? Do you think Andy Reid fired those comments about them truly being? Worthy of what being a number one seed after Big Ben says so, that he's like, so, no, I'm going to put the ball back in their court. And I'm going to give them all sorts of praise. There, first off, Binkley, you know damn well what Andy Reid's doing. Yeah, he's Andy playing Reed, the game. Andy Reid has done this way too long. Yeah, he's got, he doesn't have a mean bone in his body unless somebody jumps off sides. That's the only time we see Andy Reid get mean. The other thing too is that we know deep down that Andy Reid knows the Chiefs don't need everybody to play this game to beat this Steelers team. And Ben Roethlisberger, like Nick said is exactly what he is. He no, I don't think he is very intelligent, but I do think that he knows that they are playing. I'm not with you guys on this one. What do you mean? What do you mean? You think he's, he's a Rhodes Scholar? Most, he's got the third most fourth quarter comebacks in NFL history. Like, he knows down to this time and everything else. He got drafted by one of the most They've literally outstanding given him, franchises. He went to Miami of Ohio, for That's God's my, sakes. We know that. You just have a soft spot for these, like, Matt guys, these yeah. blue-collar, yeah. Rust Bell. I'm like, oh, he doesn't go I'm not going to The guy's a Hall of Famer. You know, but he's, he's, to, he's had a terrible year. No you question. Were tr- you were trying to fight a Raiders fan already when I was listening to when I showed up. You're There's already getting angry. Right he's fine. He's what did you say to him? Wait, he, what just tra- he just tries to fight people. Bigley just has to get Here's around. Here's the deal with you, you man. Know, yeah, Bigley Let's stop talking about Big Ben. Let's start talking about you. Let's talk about Big J. You've got these. You are okay. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Because yeah. I, I view you as a big teddy bear. No, yeah. I view you I as a big softy. And then all of a sudden I hear these stories about you – being a bit of a hothead and, and getting into to blows with people over things that I've never seen no, that side of you. I've never punched anybody. Hothead. You've never punched anyone. No. Maybe a printer. Do you <laughs> believe that? Hey, <laughs> a printer I have. Yes. Maybe a computer screen. <laughs> He's like he is the scene from no, Office Space. No, but do you space. really, Binkley? You you know football more than anybody in this room. Yeah. And that's a fact. Okay. Mm. And you don't need to say yeah to that. You just nod your head. But <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> But the thing is, Binkley, Go on. do you really believe Ben Roethlisberger when he says those comments on Tuesdays? No, Tuesday? he's, he's exactly. playing for us. Exactly. It doesn't matter. He's, they're playing he's the played Cinderella the game. story. He's but I love the fact that Reed commented after he had but the talked thing that, about it. The thing, the problem is that the Steelers are who they are because of their quarterback. Because three years ago, Ben Roethlisberger, you remember, he said, well, I don't know how many years I have left. Then they draft Mason Rudolph. Oklahoma State, and he's like all of a sudden going, yeah. well, I'm not done yet. I might have a couple years yeah. left because, you know. I can't get out of the bed, but yeah, right. I'm playing. How these quarterbacks, get, they get arrogant. Then he shows up like a cartoon character with a three-inch beard and a gigantic gut, and I'm, I'm talking to Klingler today, and, he's, and Klingler thinks all he wants to do is retire to land in the day the way it is, and that's that's how he's going to ride into the sunset, just be a farmer the rest you of his life. You know what he's going to do? He, uh, Big Ben is going to spend the rest of his life on a four-wheeler. Yeah. He's just going to be riding through a med, a pasture. He wants to be John Dutton from Yellowstone is what Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger wants to be the rest of his life. 
But the thing about the Steelers is I think they truly do want to finally have that role because as we know in the NFL, things cycle through. A couple years ago, the Chiefs played the Steelers and lost to them, not even giving up a touchdown. It was a weird game. The ice storm was supposed to hit. didn't happen. Chiefs lose in dramatic fashion to Chris Boswell. Now the shoe's on the other foot. They have the more talented quarterback. They have the more talented coach, I believe. I love Mike Tomlin, but I think Andy Reid's a little bit better than Mike Tomlin. And I think they have the more talented roster. And the Chiefs, my goodness, here we go. Neil from Lone Neil, Jack. okay. My guy. Okay. They say it's strong when it's dark in the wow. beer glass. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Havers Porter. Thank you very much. But I think that when you look at this game, I think that the Chiefs literally know they're better. I think they're looking past this game because I don't think that the Steelers are on the same level. No, can we just address what just happened? What, that you didn't get a drink and that we did? That you just got a, man, a man walked up with three beers, handed two of them it's, to you guys. I thought the, the third, old jack. I thought the third one was Not for me. And he's then he a, just cheers he's you a guys. Long, he's a long timer, man. <laughs> hey, what time you'll get here? What time you'll get? You yeah. gotta get to get to know the people. You need, need a sweater. To be fair, I do it's have a full beer. It's not a sweater, Binkley. It's a cardigan. What the it's hell? It looks like a sweater to me. It's not. It's a cardigan. Okay. It's nice. We're gonna teach you a little bit about. Wears. We're gonna teach you a little bit about, about fashion tonight, Bink. Cardigan is what what Dusty is sporting tonight. It's got the open. It's got the yeah, jacket vibe. Nice. A sweater would be what I'm wearing, or maybe even referred to as a sweatshirt. You look like an eighth grade gym coach. This is a Vineyard Vines. Dude, preppiest dude at 6'10". Not really. Are vineyard Vines. Are you wearing shorts or jeans today? Jeans. He's wearing, he's wearing salmon. I put on pants. He's wearing special occasion, man. slacks and boat shoes. Look yeah. Run remote for the first time in like two years. This yeah. is, this Every, but see, now. that's the problem that you give. Now people see you as this guy responsible. When you know that if this was in studio and Nolan was looking at you in the eyes, you'd have shorts on and you'd have a T-shirt. Absolutely. But you come out in public 100%. and you give people the misperception 100%. that you're, that you're I play the read game, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know yeah. I play the read game. I play the read game. Well, bottom line is, you know how much stuff happened between playoff wins. We take it for granted. Do we take it for granted at all? Take what? Do, for do you take it for just playoff wins, winning games in the postseason? Yeah, Mahomes is nine. All these and years, we kept going. <laughs> Mahomes is like what nine and zero in like the first like I don't know. Yeah, he, at, at well, he lost it. Well, yeah, but yeah, five of the last six at Arrowhead, he's won. The yeah. one he lost in the well, two he lost the Buccaneers game in the Super Bowl. Then obviously he lost that one to the uh, Patriots as well. As Carrington goes right in for the old Padron. That's right. He's going right in for the Yopa drone. Uh, coming up next, though, we'll take a time out. When we come back, I wonder who we're going to play next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back to Bank at Night. We even have fake Andy Reid in the... Uh, Reclamation room here at the center block. Did you know that was happening? I did not know it was happening, but Nick Schwartz. Uh, oh Cody my gosh, goes. it looks just like it him. does look just like even the walk, even Dude. chewing the gum, even the even stash. the stash. I got the side profile, like it looks eerily similar. That guy's getting laid tonight. Hey, Deontay Johnson from the Steelers said, uh, "Once we win, don't try to hop back on the bandwagon." You have to have that mentality. They have nothing to lose. You should say they win. I mean, hey, people are making a big deal. But I'm with you, Dusty. It's like you should say you're going to win. Because if you don't, you're a loser. Right, Nick? Well, yeah. You always think you're going to win. <laughs> right, Nick? Yeah. Well, as, if I, as if I have, like, some sort of direct experience with hey, that. You know, Nick's got a big announcement about Sunday. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at this. Look at that you. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Look at that guy. See ya. Hey, Coach. That's nice. Even has the Sharpie in the right hand. 
even not really like saying anything, just like I would expect Andy Reid. That to, would be what you expect Andy Reid um, to come in like. Yeah, he went all out on big that. Big announcement to make for yeah, Sunday. Nick's got a big announcement. Big announcement. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I am going to be uh, co-hosting alongside Dusty Likens. Okay, that's right. From noon to four. Noon to four. Yeah. The Dirty Werewolf and Nick Sherbert. Yeah, you know what that means. That leads you right up, right up into the uh, right into the Chiefs game. So right before uh, all that Chiefs pregame starts, and uh, you got you got your two guys right here Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. What are you going to talk about? Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't know. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got a Pittsburgh guy to give you some uh, some news from across uh, from a, or I guess northeast across of us. Pond? Not across the pond. None of that. But <laughs> northeast <laughs> of us. Actually, to talk. a few ponds between here yeah. and Pittsburgh. You know? Yeah, for sure. You could use that. I did. I have seen. I have seen a lot of the Pittsburgh people are really embracing the we've got nothing to lose, no expectations, leave it all on the field, Big Ben's legacy. You know what this game reminds me of? I know you don't understand this because if football season is 365, Nick, who's a great KU guy here, he understands this. The way this game reminds me of is is when a team plays KU in the first round of a tournament. Like, a, I don't know, I don't want to say a Bucknell or a Bradley to bring up some bad terms, it's fine. but like, Go a ahead, sixteen, a six, <laughs> a sixteen seed playing the one seed, right? We're not Kansas City Chiefs aren't the one seed; they're the two seed. They might as well be the one seed in this round, right? They're playing the worst possible team in the playoffs. They're the best possible seed available right now in the AFC side of the playoffs. That sixteen seed is says the same thing every single time before they play Kansas, Duke, Michigan State, North Carolina, Kentucky. Every single time you hear those kids play. Well, you know, we're going to go out there. We're just going to have a lot of fun. We know we're underdogs. We know no we're not pressure. Gonna, yeah, we don't. We don't look at the name on the front of the jersey. And then you get to the game, and this is where I see this game going. I'm, I'm dead serious. When I, I mean this when I say this, is I see this game kind of starting off a little slow, a little like, what are we doing here? Like, why isn't this game 21 to nothing in the first 10 minutes like it was last time? And then all of a sudden, the the the, the guys wake up, and then you see why one team is astronomically better than the other team. And I think that's kind of what we see here with the Chiefs and the Steelers. I don't know if 12 and a half hits, just like in those first rounds of the March Madness tournament, I don't know if they cover the 26 and a half when they play a small team uh, from a small small conference. But that's kind of what this game reminds me of. It's like a one versus 16 seed where the guys come into the press conference and the coach you never heard of is like, you know, we know what they have. We know the legacy of Bill Self in Kansas. We're just going to go out there and try to play our game, try to play our style. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, hey, we're here. We did everything we could. Well, the other thing, too, is uh, I've – you know, liking the Chiefs to a way of KU in certain ex- expectations. Yeah. Like for KU, it's getting to the Final Four, like Big 12 Conference Championship, 14 in a row. They're just nice coasters. They're just nice coasters that you have at some point. But it doesn't matter. It's about Final Four banners. Like well, the Chiefs are – I've talked to a guy from New England before, too. I was like – because they, they used to expect to go to the Super Bowl. If they didn't win, they didn't care. They, right. It's like Kelsey last year. If they lose the Super Bowl, he's like – we didn't win it, so we didn't well, meet and our when does the when does the Chiefs season start? It doesn't start in September or November. It's it starts different. in December, and the real season starts right now because every year you expect to make the playoffs. Every year they've been in the playoffs, except for one with Andy Reid. They win 12 to 10, 11 games a year. This is where their season starts, and it's not us being cocky. It's not us being arrogant. It's just giving you the facts when you have a superstar quarterback, or as the late, great Therese Paler said, You're out of here. You know, a generational unicorn. <laughs> this is when it starts. And you have 15, you have Reed, you have 10, you have 87. They're all ready to go. That's why these guys are they're, they're prepped for this. This is where their season begins. Well, it's, but Yeah, but getting to the playoffs and the Super Bowl, 
I mean, last year's Super Bowl hurt, didn't it? Because they won the year before. It's kind of like they had their worst but, year as a group. They went 12 and 5. But I hate to be, it's been a couple of years ago. Remember Clark Hunt yeah. went out there and set our expectations win AFC West, sure. win my dad's trophy, Lamar Hunt Jr. Lamar Hunt trophy, yeah. and win the Super Bowl. Right. And they got all of them. They did every single it's one. The reality, of them. man. Pressure makes diamonds. I mean, the, the pressure is going to be on the Chiefs every single year as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy and under the age of 35. The expectation is going to be that you're going to compete for a Super Bowl. The moment I'm most looking forward to on Sunday is watching the press conference of Big Ben afterwards, and he's crying. Like that? Yeah. No. What? It, it's kind of like that's. I, I get it. Like yeah. take him out of, put them out of their misery. I want the first 15 Chiefs to show up on Sunday. I don't want the yeah, stagger well. out of the games. I want the first 15 go up 14 nothing. The Steelers cannot Ruthless play from behind against Steelers. aggression is what we want to see. But you know what, though? If you're a Steelers fan, you're freaking out a little bit because the end of the road team. Why? You're supposed to lose. Listen, you weren't I, even I supposed know. to be here. But I know but they're going to have to hit the reset button. They've been afraid to yeah, hit that button. That they had be 17 scary. free agents yeah, last they're year. They're going to be Aaron Rodgers. I thought they were going to do it this year. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's happy with Gutenkoos now. They're GM. They're happy. What's All that name? Gutenkoos. Oh, nice. G-Man. The G-Man. But he's happy now. Aaron Rodgers is happy where he's at. He wore so pants. We'll see what happens. But, again, the Steelers, they've been afraid to hit that reset button because the quarterback doesn't exist in this year's draft. Yeah. And it's going to take years. Can and you pick Juju, it? Juju, Local kid? Juju might go somewhere else. He was offered more money last year with the Ravens and with the Chiefs. He could go somewhere. Said he didn't want rings, be. didn't want a trophy, didn't need it. I was just saying they're going to have to hit the reset button. But, anyway, who do you want to see in the next round providing the Chiefs win? Like anybody not, you want to go first? Anybody not named Buffalo. Okay, if Buffalo, oh, if Buffalo man, wins, that's the opponent. But the Patriots I win. I want Buffalo. Okay, so you want Buffalo. Would you rather see the Patriots win than take the winner of the Bengals-Raiders? Yeah, I would. I mean, if I'm ranking them, I would most want to see. Is there any scenario where the Chiefs can play the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. If New England wins, they go play Tennessee. And if the Raiders beat the Cincinnati Bengals, they come to Arrowhead. So I thought it was reverse. I thought it automatically reseeded after the first round. No, the they don't reseed. Okay. They don't reseed. New England would go, or Tennessee Okay, then, play. yeah, the New Raiders. England, New yeah. England would go to Tennessee. Yeah, Buffalo would come in. And then, yeah. Oh, you mean the team that the Chiefs curb stomped twice this year? I want to yeah. see the Chiefs The one thing in. I will say this, I want <laughs> Buffalo because I just think that, but again, it's going to be tough in Buffalo because the last time it was cold and miserable, it's going to be four degrees, by the way, when New England and Buffalo play. Chance of snow and windy. You remember last time that happened? Belichick flexed the entire time. And then oh, he, Cardigan. Cardigan. Told you. It's in. Cardigans are in the house. But again, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick flex. He ran the ball the entire game, threw the ball three times for 19 yards, and beat Buffalo. Don't think that's going to be in the mindset of McDermott and all Buffalo, those guys. Buffalo, they lost 31 to 35 in New England when Tom was there. Yeah. But at least they got that win a couple weeks ago. That, yeah. You know, they beat them in New England, right? That was a team that always had their Who do you want to play in round two? Buffalo, man. Yeah, Let's, get that's it what I want. Let's go. Let's because go. 2019, the Chiefs lost to the Texans. And the Titans in the regular season. Sure. They beat them both in the postseason, yeah. overcoming deficits in both. Last year, yes. give me Buffalo again. But you guys, Buffalo. I feel like, are approaching this from like a storybook Hollywood Buffalo. sort of point of what view. What has it not been the whole time they've been in the playoffs? Buffalo. No, I understand that, but that's like a little cocky for a, for a Buffalo team that looks like they might be the best team but in the, the AFC But they're up and year. down, though. Yeah. They looked like the best team last week against the Jets at home. No, they only bad. had a 13-10 lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They lost to the Jaguars. Yeah, they should be on a couch talking to a therapist their season. <laughs> yeah, that was bad against so, a bad talking team. I, listen, I or wearing a cardigan. Listen, I, I get what you guys are saying. Like, That's how you're winning the the mental side of things. Like, it would be epic to yeah. to get revenge on the team that kicked your ass earlier in the season. Sure. I, want, I think I I'm want. just being I'm being honest. Like Buffalo scares me as a team. I think I, that's a damn good football I team. I will say this as a bull prediction. I think the Bengals scared me more than Buffalo. I think no matter who Tennessee plays in the second round, 
I think Tennessee loses, and I think if you have a chance, you have the chance to take the AFC to I the agree AFC with that. So I agree. I do think that. Who can't sit because in. here's why. You know this more than anybody. Derrick Henry can come back all he wants. That's a significant injury to the significant position that he plays. Man, it's tough to come back from that. You can't just you can't just come back from a foot injury being out since week eight. He's been out for 10, 11 weeks. You don't come back from that. That's going to change their dynamic. That's going to change their scheme. They're going to try to get him involved, call a timeout through the middle of the game, try to go back to A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Tannehill's your quarterback. I don't see the AFC championship being played in Tennessee. I see it being played in Arrowhead. Bring I actually agree with that. I don't think Tennessee's good enough to beat anybody. How great is that for the revenge tour? Year one was the surprise. Year two was run it back. Year three is revenge tour. If you don't believe me, you can check out the uh, franchise on YouTube. Your boy's voice was there. I heard you. Call wow. that, right? I'll, I'll, I'll flex. We, we've both we, made it several times. But if you think... <laughs> I have been trying, man. I wanted to. I've made it once. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was there. on the haters. I was on the silence oh, the haters stop episode. It. But again, oh, think stop about it. it. Your yeah. one was this. I was on there for Pad Day. Okay. Okay. Here we Dusty go. Dusty, let it off. Here we go. I said revenge story. He's bench pressing. That was enough. Guys, for me. I want to flex on you guys so bad. They but used zero for both of us. I can't. I can't. There's information I'm not allowed to but divulge tried, at this though. moment. But I will tell no, you this. Listen, you don't understand. Before I get out of here, Sunday, twelve to four, leading you right up to the Chiefs' first playoff game. It's Nick. It's me. We're ready to go. Let's bring it on. Let's just take care of business against Pittsburgh. Bring on Buffalo. And then you know what? You play the Bengals in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, and you ride the storm out to the Super Bowl. Revenge tour, baby. That's all I got. I would love to see Joe Burrow in Arrowhead for an AFC Championship game. Like, I mean, just from a pure entertainment standpoint. Can't wait. Because that guy seems unflappable. Let's put him with the ultimate tag. And the only way they won is their rookie wide receiver had to have 266 yards to beat him. That's the only way they won. And the refs. Well, you know what? Since you're here, Dusty, I have one more segment. It'll be a shorter one. Okay. But I want to get your opinion since you're the fantasy guy. Okay. On our draft, we had about touchdowns oh, in the yeah. postseason because How did I not get here, invited to this? Nick here. Went <laughs> with a huge, huge risk for 20 bucks. Oh my God. We'll discuss that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, I know Brooks back in the studio sitting with Nick Schwartz and Dusty Likens, the dirty right. werewolf, in a cardigan. Can we paint a scene for the listeners or would you rather yeah, you not? Yeah, you paint a scene if you want. I mean, I mean, clearly a veteran of radio, yeah. Jay Binkley. I like where I'm at. In Just the you had a you had a seven minute, I don't know, six minute break. Yeah. And you waited until ten, ten seconds after your mic went hot to throw a pinch in. Yeah, a, a pinch of, of Copenhagen Wintergreen Long. Yeah, the listeners are is great. this is this your heaven? Like when it shuts when it shuts off, is this where you yeah. go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing a show at a brewery is yeah. absolutely perfect. Beer all over the table, people yeah. just giving you beer. Thanks to everybody that's given us uh, beer There's tonight. So many good listeners here. Yeah, so many good listeners. My boss uh, is behind me, looking at my beer glasses, going. He's oh, counting. Gosh. He's got a chart. He's got a chart in his pocket. <laughs> all right, he's not Dusty, man. All right, Dusty. Dusty that Likens. counts for two, by the way. Four, actually. All right, Dusty. All right, Likens, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Nick Schwartz went uh-huh. with Travis Kelsey mm. and Sony Michelle. Now you get anybody have in the playoffs, seen? but they have to get touchdowns. There's one person who will understand but why I drafted Sony Michelle. have you seen how many Michelle. times Sony Michelle gets the ball inside the five? But, but Akers is back now. That's fine, but he's off like an injury. No, yeah. Sony Michelle's a good pick. I like Sony Michelle, but do you really expect big things from him? Inside the five, Matthew Stafford can't throw the ball since Bob Woods has been out. Since okay, Big Tree's I went, been I went, out. I went Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown. Okay, very smart. People don't like my Debo pick. Well, do you? I do. Fourth overall, he traded. You guys, up to first team All overall. Pro. Okay, for sure. But do you remember who went off against the Chiefs when the Titans and the Chiefs played? AJ Brown. You have to wait a week for AJ Brown. They're also bringing Derrick Henry back in the offense. Last segment we just talked about this. John Barber has. You know 
you know that Vrabel's going to try to get his guy involved and it's going to mess up that scheme. I don't like the A.J. Brown pick. Debo Samuel, insane. That's a, that's a guy that, that's a lock. But I do like But Sony they may Michigan. only play one game. But that's true, and they're going to play a tough one against Dallas. Dallas's defense is pretty damn good. Dallas has a good run-stopping defense. Dallas is a little bit more electric than people think. Sony Michelle, Rams, Cardinals, a lot of action. A lot of action on Monday night. I, I think that? the 49ers win that game against It's a glowing Cowboys. endorsement of my Sony Michelle pick, and that was a late pick. That was like one of the, that's the second to last Binkley. pick. People have been criticizing my Debo Samuel. I'm like, dude's first team all pro. You guys a touchdown machine. I think He's it's the most versatile Swiss Army Can we just address that it was how disrespectful it was of you, Bink, to bring this up to Dusty, the fantasy football expert at 610 Sports? How is it disrespectful? And he wasn't even, because he wasn't even invited into the fantasy well, football league. I agree. It's unfair. Can't happen. Finished second and fourth in two Binkley, leagues. You're one, one of the longest tenured, you're one of the longest tenured. Employees at 610. And I was like, we got to put Pete in. Wait, it. you pulled strings to get Pete in, well, but you didn't pull strings to get Dusty. I would. I always want Dusty and everything. Why didn't you go to that? I don't know. I've got no pull in that building. Yeah. I barely have any. I don't have any. I just got one hour on Monday nights two years ago, and it's thriving. Well, you got a full hour here. <laughs> <laughs> always picking nights, doors always open. I'm guys. just messing with you. But no, I don't mind it. I think Debo Samuel's a great pick. I think he gets a lot of that. You saw what happened in that game. Uh, last weekend when Jimmy G was just starting to let it fly with Debo Samuel, but the problem is they found different guys for touchdowns, and George Kittle loves the red People zone People are making fun of Kling. He's got Jamar Chase. Like, if they win that game and get two games, but his other one's Alan Lazard. Like, he's a sneaky name at six foot five that does get touchdowns. Let me ask you this. Is and he's going to play probably – they're probably going to the Super Bowl, so he's probably going to get that player throughout. I think that was actually a sneaky good pick. Jamar Chase is the best, like, home run hitter since who? Jamar Chase? Like, like home run, like NFL, just like big Prime play. Antonio Brown. Jerry? I'd say prime Antonio Brown. Oh, prime Brown? I mean, prime Antonio Brown, prime Julio Jones, speaking of fantasy, those guys went number one every year that they were in their, like, the, for the three-year span, it was like Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Julio Jones, and then Michael Thomas. And then all of a sudden, people forgot that receivers were super valuable, and they started drafting running back, running back, running back. What happened this year? Everybody drafted Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, hurt, hurt, Dalvin Cook, hurt, off and on. All these people, Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott, still get love. But again, home run hitters, you remember like four years ago, back when the Chiefs lost to the Steelers in the playoffs, every single week it was like Antonio Brown, eight catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns, every single and week. And everybody wants Chase Claypool to beat Calvin Johnson because he was his size. Put up just he just can't dance the when, they're go, when they're trying to get close to the end zone at the end of the clock. Did you see the all-pro list came out today? Yeah. I'm not mad on our show. But we did have two second teamers, Chris Jones and Travis it. Kelsey. Creed came one vote from beating second team. You one got vote. Oh, Lindsay got him from one this, vote. This, I am now discrediting all AP awards and votes from here in perpetuity forever. I guess that video really worked out. <laughs> that's a shot. That's no, not. That's uncalled yeah, A little for. bit it was. That's uncalled He for. got like two votes. You're better than that. He was the executive assistant producer. I was the actually associate director if we're going to go with official titles on You know what? Day. They'd have won, he'd have won Rookie of the Year this year. Or would have been all pro if Nick would have been naked from the zipline. You think so? That's my theory. Yeah, you should have been on it. The zipline was everybody's The zipline was never <laughs> going to be my even role. Told it was going to be guys, That was his favorite part was yeah, the zipline. Creed did. Humphrey's got more free food from Jack Stack than I have, and that's sad. Hey, can I ask you guys a, an honest question? <laughs> I hope. Do you think that we, Cody, the show Cody and Gold, do you think we have assisted in 
making Creed Humphrey a more marketable person in Kansas City? Like, is he getting is he getting more endorsements because of 100%. our hundred percent? When Bandy Reed talks about the T-shirt, I mean, you made it. You saw the shirts he bought, and then the Chiefs themselves made the video. Like it wasn't yeah. you guys that were like, "Hey, go in there and take a shot of everybody getting a shirt." Creed Humphrey bought the shirt you guys created, and then see what I did there? Created, yeah, and there then all of a sudden. He becomes this huge phenomenon, and guess what? Everybody tweets, hashtag Creed is good. Where did it start? 10 to 2 with Nick, Cody, and Alex. That's who's honestly, next? Who's that's, next? No, there is no next. How about that song Cody sang today? So bad. Did you hear it, Dusty? I, Dude, it was, it was, it sorry. is. And Cody, did I don't think he's listening. I don't think he's, I think he's at home being a father to his children and a husband to his wife, but I did not produce it. Here's the thing. Cody put out a song. It was a Big Ben farewell song. Never been, never seen something so universally dumped on by listeners in the text line. Everybody hated it. Like cars driving off the road, children crying in the back seats. I think Schmiz, what it Schmiz. I think Cody might be upset with me because I heard but it that's beforehand. Not easy to do, I heard it before it hit the airwaves, and I didn't stop it. Well, you should have. You're a producer. That's your role. I'm a content you're producer, and it, and it still provided us sound, with content. Audio. Man, I'm not a. I'm not a musical. It's a Red producer. Friday. You have all the content you need. You could have punted. Who, who am I to stop a man from pursuing his dreams? Billy Coons talked about you in the song. That's big talk right That's there. That's a passion project I've for been only I've I only been introduced it. once in a Billy Coons song. How many song? listeners do you think know how to spell your last name? Oh, I can't even spell How many 610 employees know how to pronounce my last name? How many people know that he's Ooh, the full-time producer of 10 to 2? Okay, there we go. Now we're, getting, now we're getting down how to How about it. Julio's name? Julio's last name is always mispronounced. It's Sanchez. It's Sanchez. Sanchez. Well, today they called him Julio. No. Who did? Julio gets no respect. Who's in the song? He called him Julio and Julio. My man Nolan back there. Everybody likes Nolan. Yeah. You've met Nolan yet? Oh, yeah. Nolan Brooks. Yeah. yeah. MB. Yeah. Hey, I'm really there. appreciating all the hype the you guys are giving me right now. This is really making my night. I appreciate it. Oh, oh there you go. There he is. Regardless, anyway, thanks for stopping by, Dusty. You got it, Thanks, uh, Nick, Absolutely. for stopping by. Absolutely. You guys are on uh, Sunday, noon to 4. Noon to 4. Need something, You'll be in know. studio, right? Let me know. I'll be there. You're going to be in studio. Absolutely. Binkley's locked in Let's for go. 2.30. Let's go. All right. Binkley night continues. Take care, everybody. 7 o'clock. Uh, Josh Klingler, sideline reporter of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll stop by. We'll do that next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.